Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard Knicks life. Just put on your happy faces, boys. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. What up, Knicks fans, and what? Is up, Barry motherfucking D. What is up, Craig? And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Good day to you as well, Craig. Full disclosure, Knicks fans, we're watching the Warriors game as we do this podcast. We had to come to you after the NBA trade deadline today. Just watch Mitchell throw it down in the paint. Are you guys at the same point as me in the game? No. Okay, we're at different points. Fucking Awesome. Gotta talk about what happened today. On TV. What, are you watching well, it on live I TV? I am, but what, I'm, I'm watching w- it on my phone. It may take a. Uh, it may be, oh yeah, Mitch just threw it down. I guess it okay. takes a, a delay because it's through my phone. I'm on my DVR, but I'm as close as I can get on my DVR because I like to be able to rewind it. Mm. I don't know. All right, guys. Well, remember to leave us some ratings and reviews wherever you listen to the show. For hard, that's Nick's always like, nice. Yep, that's always nice. Leave us some. Yeah. Yeah, we need it now because we're down. We need something to bring us up. Yeah, we didn't even want to do the show tonight. Today was better. so fucking depressing. Uh, go to hardnixlife.threadless.com for some Hardnix Life merch. Check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Link in the description below. And please subscribe to the one podcast that is going to pretend like everything is all right right now. At least for this little fucking thing we do every week. Right? What do I say? The one podcast that makes it all better. Make it all better. I don't fucking know if we can make this better. All right, because right now inside, you know what I feel like, Jay? What? What do you feel like? Play voicemail number one. I feel like this fucking caller right here. Okay. This is how I feel. Fuck! Fuck! Is that Brandon? It might be Brandon. I'm not sure. Was that voicemail left at like 3.01 today? <laughs> that voicemail was today. And guys, big tease for later. You got to hear the voicemails later tonight. There is a voicemail for someone that you guys are not going to believe is back. A triumphant return for one of our all-time great callers. Barry, you have a guess? If you all time great, all time greats is back tonight. I mean, one of my favorites, but I don't know if you'd throw him up there as an all time great. I don't, uh, is uh, from Queens. I don't even remember his name. That's how long it's been. <laughs> what a great James, James, James from Queens. Oh, James from Queens. He's one of my all time faves. I say it's the dentist. Okay, well, Manny, you're gonna have to wait to find said, out. You know, call in if you're still listening. You have to wait to find out. I hope you're it's both not fucking wrong, one. though. This is a bigger legend on this show than either of those two. Right. You're going to kick yourselves when you hear it. Okay. I also Guys, have a voicemail thing when we get to it. Okay, Just cool. FYI. I don't know what that means. But the, the listeners can't fucking wait, Landy. What is it, a drop? 
A new voicemail no. sound? What is no. it? No, no, don't you worry. All right, the big game is finally here as we hit Super Sunday with the last game of the football season. As always, Bet Online has you covered from odds, scores, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. Bet Online is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to get you started. The fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play all your favorite games. Bet online where the game starts. Oh, Barry, what is the fucking plan, Leon? What is the plan, Wes? What moves are we going to make to get better one of these fucking days? Huh? Porzingis traded from Dallas. They were able to move Porzingis. Not working in Dallas, they trade Porzingis. Harden in Brooklyn, it's not fucking working in Brooklyn. They've lost 75 games in a row. They trade James Harden. Ben Simmons refuses to fucking play in Philly. Well, they could trade him for, for a fucking James Harden. Sabonis, the Pacers move on him. They're changing shit up in Indiana. Just changing up. The Kings trade Tyrese Halliburton for Sabonis. They're changing shit up because it's not working there. The Mavs, the Kings, the Nets, other teams, when it's not working, what do they fucking do? They do something. They do something. If it wasn't for the Derrick Rose trade last season, a miraculous fucking season by Julius Randle, the former regime drafting Mitch with a steal, and the fact that we had no choice but to draft R.J. Barrett with the third pick just a few years ago, I don't know where we'd be right now. And what there's a glimpse, Craig. Plan. You have to relax a little bit. All those no. guys you just named are still here. I know Randall's not having that season he had last year, and Rose is sitting on the bench injured, but he's coming back soon. RJ is blossoming. We still have him. Mitch, the best year of his career. What? And I know has he's expiring. What has our front office done? What has our front office done? Look. What is the fucking plan? What's the I'm plan, Barry? What's the fucking plan? Is it to, are we are we is it to draft well? Is it to stock up on draft picks so we can make no moves? Draft is it is to a stock up on it. draft picks so we can draft young players Look. and put them behind fucking average veterans like Kemba, like Burks, like Julius who is underperforming? Uh, what is the fucking plan? You're you're very upset. I very, know you are. Just I can answer tell. the you're question. Very, very upset. I'm disappointed plan? too. What's the plan? Craig, What's the, the plan, plan is here? for them to stay their course? What? I know you that's, don't want to hear that. And Knicks fans don't want to hear that. They went into this season with a plan. Look, did they think they were going to be uh, in contention for, for a finals bid no. this year with no, this team? But they thought, Even going into they the season, thought they no. were going to be, and we all did too, that we were going to be better than we were last year. Barry, okay, right now let they're, let like 12th. they're like 12th in a conference of 15. I understand they that. They signed they're 12th all place, these guys. Two and a half games Burks, back out of the 10th They play signed all these guys. Burks. Playing is, that's, that's a pipe dream. Burks, Noel, it's Fournier. Not it's not that yes, far off. You can't even Blandy. move these guys now. Julius extended him. Can't move them. We're fucked. Look, Listen, I was if the hoping. Mavs could trade Porzingis, then we would be able... Th- there's got to be a way to trade Randall. Not that I'm saying that we should have. With that they, salary... They decided to stay put. They Porzingis, st- they did, with that salary, that knee, that fucking... I know. Guy that, that nobody means, seems that tells to you like. That anybody can be traded. Not, not well. Not Leon. Leon can't trade anybody. <laughs> because well, look, he must have I decided think, not to. 
I think the guys that we were looking to get off the books before this deadline today was Burks because he was the most movable because he can he can contribute to a contending team, right? The, and he's making 10 mil, so that would shed some money. The other guy was Nerlens, but we knew that was going to be really hard to move, but it would be the best one to move because he's not living up to his $10 million um, that he's making this year. And then the third guy was Kemba to get off of him, even though it's not $9 million, but we're committed well, to him for two years. you're not going to trade Kemba. You just have to like, buy him out, wave him, whatever you have to do. Yeah, so we didn't do any of that. All right. And we didn't shed salary. We weren't looking to make a trade that was going to boost this team up. That wasn't going to happen this season um, and elevate us. And, and, and you know, if, if anything, maybe it would push us up a little bit if you had you know no, some of the right nothing. mixture in there. But that wasn't what it was about. It was about to open up money to go into this offseason, which they didn't do. But it or doesn't to, mean that a trade can't happen of, this offseason. Or to try to get rid of Rand. I mean, you didn't know what we were going to do. There was other options there. There was there, rumors there, look, of There was a lot of different rumors that were card, thrown out there. Trading Randall. Getting a point guard to give to Randall in this team. I'm disappointed, but I'm not banging my head against the wall. And I'm not like totally distraught over the whole thing. We are where we are. You want to watch this team the rest of the way? You want to watch this team the rest of the season? Do you really want to? I don't even want to do this fucking podcast the rest of the season, Barry. Listen. I don't want to do it. I don't want to talk about this team. I I I don't want to talk for the rest of the season about Tibbs fucking playing Alec Burks at point guard. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do this. You know what I, I, I been, Go this. ahead, go ahead, Jay. I said to Barry before we started, Craig, if you look at the schedule, like, I, you know, a lot of times the, you know, win-loss, win-loss thing is kind of useless because you never know what's going to happen on a given night. But if you look at this schedule, they've got six or seven wins left on the schedule and that's about it. They're going to, they're going to barely pass 30. Derek Rose, when he comes back, he's going to get them wins. Okay. I'm not saying he's going to get them 10 wins right on his own, but he's going to get them games that they would have otherwise lost. Guess what? Guess what, Barry? I don't even want the fucking wins. I don't I want the ten that. wins that Derrick Rose is going to get us. Let us fucking get a good draft pick. Look, who wants who wants a few extra wins? If it if it means playing playing in the plane and then you never know you get no, hot. Fuck that. And you could we're, actually get into no. We're to not going to get hot, Barry. We're not. No. We're I don't, right now. I don't expect we're it. right now tenth worst in the league. We're, I just went to Tankathon for the first time this fucking season, guys. Yes. This is what it's come to. <laughs> I'm on Tankathon right now. We're number ten. All right. I don't want any more wins. That's we're only enough. we're only like four or five behind being a top five pick in the draft. Four or five losses, and we're two and a half games back behind Atlanta for that tenth spot. Not right? interested. Barry. I'm not interested. You I'm got twenty seven games to go this season, and you know it's a quarter of the season, more than a quarter of the okay. season. You don't How know what's going to happen. I'm going to throw something out there, Barry. We go catch ahead. fire here. End of this season. Have a great end of the season. It's like almost similar to last year. And we get booted out in the first round of the playoffs. Yes. Then we fool this fucking stupid ass front office again next offseason. Well, they're already locked thinking, in to a bunch of guys. Let's keep them locked in. We're not going to move anyone. We were great. Then we're going to do this year after year. Craig. We're going to be you're stuck. talking about. We're Craig, stuck. Listen we can't to yourself. be stuck in the middle of the league. Craig. Or the bottom third. Shut up for a second. Shut up for a second. No. Listen to yourself. You're complaining Whoa. about this Knicks Boy. team that they would that have made the playoffs. You're telling me you'd be pissed that they made the playoffs two years in a row? Forget the first round. This fucking Knicks team making the playoffs two years in a row after the 20 years that we just had? Yeah. I, I'm going to be pissed if we don't have a clear direction of where this is going. 
Leon Rose would have taken this team to the postseason twice. And then we go into next year and you'll see what we have. I'm telling you, there's going to be moves made this offseason. And I understand that they don't oh, have the capital to do it right now. We said that fucking last year. We said that last year. What happened? And they made the moves and the moves didn't work out. Get me a fucking okay. point guard for Listen. once in my fucking Nick fan. I agree. Speak, speaking Give of point guards, and I hate break. to cut you off. I wanted to bring this up before because this is something I, I've been thinking about a lot. And, it, and it's crazy. Um, when this season started, Barry, and we were, you shut you know, the fuck up. All right, I don't like the way you're talking to me. I would never tell you to shut the fuck up. Sometimes you got to slap somebody me, when tell, they're acting hysterical. You would tell hysterical. me that, but not Barry. Barry, you're fucking hysterical, man. You are hysterical. Listen, right but you're now, fine with this. They're 24. And I'm disappointed, 31. but I'm ex- need, I, I'm gonna accept it. Barry, they need to play seven games over just to break even and get to 500. That means they need to go 17 and 10. You don't need to be 500. You don't need to be 500 to get into the play. I get it to get into the playing game. But, uh, I mean, what what are the odds that they're getting 15, 16 wins by the end of the season? There's no way. There's no way when you look at the schedule. They're the second hardest schedule in the league the remainder of the season. I mean, I'm just, I'm mostly upset that I don't know what's going on. I just don't know what's going on. I don't understand well, what the, what the plan is. This At isn't a front Leon office though that sits back them. and does nothing. I'm telling you, and I know nothing happened, but I assure you that there were negotiations. They were looking sure to see what was available, and they, look, they, they weren't going to they weren't going to they weren't going to hurt themselves. Is, is what I'm saying. I think that they feel comfortable where this team is at, where the salaries are at. Even though it didn't happen by the deadline, doesn't mean that something can't happen this off season. Moves can be made. This front office, I'm not, I'm not going to overreact to right a now. Little... Listen, right? They, they, they don't make the one thing they don't do is they don't make stupid moves. All right, but I'm getting the sense that they're afraid to pull the trigger on anything. Well, the thing is, you don't want to swing for the fences. You don't want to swing for the fences and miss and set yourself back. Okay, and again, no, but so you, they're you, not doing. So they're the, not even swinging. You got to wait till the dust settles at the end of the season, and then you could reassess what happened. What happened? Last okay, and then you want to look back the whole course of the season, and you're going to give them an F for what happened to the trade deadline. You're going to give them an F for the signings that they had last year. I know it's already a poor grade. We've seen that, and you're going to give them a failing grade for how they end this year. Fine, but wait till the season ends before you give out that report card to this front office. You know, you know what I think the issue is, though. That's fine, Barry. But like Craig's call- talking about how we don't know the direction. When was the last time Leon Rose spoke? It'd be different if he was out front saying, all right, listen, I know people are disappointed we didn't do this or we didn't do that, but here's what we're thinking and here's the direction we're heading. You're not going to get that from him. He hasn't spoken literally all season and he's not going to speak now. You know it's not going to happen. So it's hard to buy in and when you have no clue what the direction is because the front office doesn't tell you anything. Right. I mean, listen, we've seen how the off seasons go. All right, stars have not wanted to come here. Seems like we just always get the scraps in the offseason, players that maybe most teams don't want. So we're stuck just drafting players, but yet and then in the draft, they're moving back and back. That's the one thing they're fucking good at. They're really good at scooting themselves back in the draft <laughs> without losing a lot of value. Really active in the draft. I'm telling you, I don't want to tank, but I'm deep down without talking about it. Maybe I am, I guess. I want them to lose as many games as possible at this point because I feel like that's the only way for them to get a really talented player on this team next season because I think it could easily be otherwise pretty much the same roster next year. Is there, but there's no transformative player in the draft, correct? 
I haven't even. I, mean, I don't even. I don't even pay attention to who's coming out I because know, I wasn't there's, there's the kid from expecting Gonzaga, to be in this position. There's the kid from Gonzaga who's super tall and weighs like 95 pounds. The the white kid, and then there's somebody else, but I don't even know who it is. There, there's definitely no transformative player in the draft this year. That's yeah, but sure. then there's always a surprise player that comes out of every draft class that was um, that people weren't as high as they should have been right. on. He's and in, when in have we ever everybody. gotten that person? Well, we haven't, but uh, you know, you, okay. listen. I'll tell you who's not transformative player. Evan Fournier, Alec Burks, guys that we sign in the offseason. We have a better shot of getting a transformative player in the draft than we do signing them. And the free agent class is not good this offseason. Maybe the one guy you could hope for is Jalen Brunson, knowing we need a point guard and knowing he's got some ties to New York. Beyond him, who do you want? I don't think there is anyone big coming out this offseason. Yeah. So and what else do you have besides... Trades, which our front office doesn't seem to do, and the draft. And I don't know if it's that our front office doesn't want to do it, or we just don't have it big value pieces on this team. Because our vets, no one wants because they're overpaid and underperforming. And our young players, nobody even knows if they're fucking good. Because they really don't get any sort of leash from Thibodeau. These other teams are trading young players because they've got some value. Because they actually fucking play them big minutes and they put up some numbers and our guys, I know you guys have said that they get minutes on this team, but they are always behind these other guys. Do you guys want to hear some fucking voicemails or do you want to keep telling me to shut the fuck up? We're going to be able to continue talking during the voicemails. Trust me. All right? <laughs> Let's go. All right? Can I just bring something up really quickly? No. Not the voicemails? Oh, this is your thing? What is it? Should we yeah. do a drum roll here? I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring this up because I, I think it's important that, you know, when when we talk to our listeners, they need to be able to to trust what we're saying and and believe what we're saying. And I I think we have we had a little bit of an incident where something was said that wasn't really truthful, and I think they need to know about that. Who who said something that wasn't truthful, Craig? Well, let's just let's just really quickly. Um, I don't know if you remember this from from last what week. What is Jay? Matter? Play voicemail number one. Yeah, and then I'm gonna fast forward a little bit right around here. That's that's you, right? <laughs> me? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm gonna assume that that, that was you. You think I need to disguise my fucking voice to talk <laughs> that, to that you? That was like a real that? submission? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright, where's this fucking going, Blandy? It's Jay. Play voicemail number one. Well, see, because Barry said that's a real submission, and you said yes. And then I went into the city on Friday night to a concert with Chris, and he was like, "Yeah, I got this this bit that I'm trying to work out with Craig for the for the show. I got this app where I can make my voice do all different things." And he said, "I've got this one. I'm calling it Helium, and so I want you know it gets me a, a really high voice." And actually, he had me do one about you, and I said. I said, wait a minute, you mean the one where you... And then I, you know, reeled off what he said. He's like, yeah, how did you know about it? Oh, I said, oh, because oh, Craig, oh. Craig presented Chris, it on, the, wow. on the show as if it's a real phone call from somebody. He said, you put him up to it. Wow. Barry, can you believe it took this long for Jay to fucking figure that out? <laughs> that was an actual voicemail with someone disguising their voice in a helium sound. No, no. For no reason. We know it was somebody disguising their voice, but you said it was a real call. That was, that was a real Chris, call from you, Chris. You you put him up to it. 
No, Chris said, what should I talk about? I said, why don't you make fun of Landy? That's it. Uh, so then there you go. But I'll tell you what, everything that Chris mm. said came from him his heart. I did not tell mm. him what to say. All right. I said, why don't Very you just rip on Blandy for a little bit? Mm-hmm. Real why is nice. that interesting? That's authentic. Yeah. That's, that's like nope. telling people to call about the Knicks. Is that not nope. authentic? You told them nope. to call and talk you about the Knicks? You presented that as if it was like a real voicemail. It's just, it, it was, just a, was not. He left me a voicemail. Mm. I don't remember that. I don't think people give a shit, really, Blandy. It's just fun to hear anyone make fun of you. I'm just, you think, I'm just letting you think you the know. listeners care? It if wasn't we took a, a real vote, phone call. That was you putting uh, it Well, you, ca- you caught us. Caught it's us. Not, it's not real. Red-handed. I mean, it wasn't even, it wasn't even good. Blandy, but nobody cares. I almost, I'm actually thinking about just cutting this from the fucking show. It's so stupid. Well, you're just in a bad mood. You're just in a bad yeah, mood. Yeah, I'm in a bad mood. All right, voicemail number two. Hold the fuck up. Want to make some money? How about you invest it in an exciting asset that's outpaced the S&P 500 by 164% for 25 years? I'm talking about art. Masterworks is the new investing app that lets you invest in blue chip paintings from icons like Picasso, Monet, Warhol, without needing millions. Over 300,000 people have already signed up. Get priority access with our unique promo. Log on to masterworks.art slash B-L-E-A-V. That's masterworks.art slash B-L-E-A-V. See important disclosures at masterworks.io slash disclosures. Voicemail number two. It's Dr. Dickey up in this bitch. Let's fucking go. Fucking go. Hey, Dr. Dickey here. Quick question. What do y'all think? Well, kind of quick question. What do y'all think is going to be our chance at one, making the playoffs, even as a play in? And two, do we play differently in the playoffs? Like, is it going to be one of those things where because we got all these new pieces, we got Mitch back this year, and then we got Kemba and Fournier in there, that we've been struggling so much this whole season that. If we just get to the play-in, that we could be a totally different team than what we've been during the regular season. You know, obviously, I assume Leon Rose is going to make a couple of moves here or there. I think they're all going to be minor, kind of like Cam Reddish moves, you know. I don't think it's going to be, honestly, getting rid of Randall as much as I want to. So, kind of just maybe with one slight upgrade. What do you all think? All right, well, we know, we know there's no upgrades. So yeah. this is it. It'll take a miracle to make the play-in. I, I think they got a 25% chance to make the play-in. I'll put it at that. That's not bad. That's not, it's not that's great not chances. Is that what you were going to say? That's it's not, not great chances. But, I mean, it's not yeah. like it's a 1% chance. That's where I put it, realistically. Look, this no. is a crazy This is a crazy season. Uh, teams, good teams, are getting blown out in random games. Guys are getting, I mean, there's a lot less COVID right now. But still, guys are getting nicked up. They're getting hurt. I don't care how hard the schedule is. There's still a chance. I mean, you're talking like they're 10 games out of it. And they're not. And there's a long way to go. Barry, Randall's been looking really good his last four games. So maybe he's getting back on track. Place, he's been seven hustling. Games under, and they have the second hardest schedule in the league left. How are they care. coming out of that? Barry said there's a chance, right? He just I said, said there's yeah, a chance. I, I, I'm not saying that it's, it's more than a 50% chance. I'm saying it's like a 25% well, chance. See. Listen, I, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. the hell out of me. Barry doesn't, sound like, Barry doesn't sound like Barry thinks they're going to make the playoffs either. 75% chance they won't. Well, Will they be a different right. team if they make the playoffs? No, they won't be. Sorry. As of right now, 
according to 538.com, they have a 3% chance of making the playoffs. They're projecting the record mm. at 36 and 46. All right, uh, voicemail three. Hey, fellas, it's DB uh, calling after the Lakers lost. Uh, it's good to see RJ do something interesting, you know. Uh, two things, true or false, Kemba Walker is Alfred Payton. Uh, and second, uh, you know, I want to hear what you guys think about Cam Reddish. I don't really understand why everybody wants to see Cam Reddish minutes so badly. I think we'll see him play, but I don't think he's going to be very good. Uh, I think we have to recognize that there's a reason that Atlanta traded him for a heavily protected first round pick in Kevin Knox's head. So, uh, I think when we see him, we might not be all that impressed. And I'm a little concerned about a guy who's pretty much a role player, but considers himself a star. I don't know. Uh, let me know what you think. Peace. Just as he said that, I just watched Cam Reddish. Nice little layup on the break against Golden State. Um, Kemba is not Alfred. You know, I mean, I don't He's know. Worse. <laughs> the, the weird shit it's about totally Kemba, though, but, is, you, but, know, you know, like, Kemba is a point guard, but, like, the way that the Knicks use him is 80% of the time, yeah, he'll bring up the ball, and then right away he passes it, and he goes into the corner, and he's out of the play. And that's it. Um, it's they, they don't really try to use him to his strengths. It's very rare. You hardly ever see him pick and roll. He's giving the ball to RJ, or he's giving the ball to Randall, which is nice. You want to see the ball in their hands from time to time, but you still don't have a point guard because he's out of the play most of the time. I think Kemba's done. I, I don't. I honestly think they're going to... Kemba's done. That's the main difference between him and Alfred for me is that Thibodeau would die for fucking Alfred Payton. And we know that Thibodeau pulls Kemba at some point out of the rotation altogether. He doesn't have that same... And it didn't take that long for him to do that. He doesn't have that same loyalty as he did to Alfred. I honestly think that Kemba's done. I mean, we've... What has he done... And, and what has the he weird done thing, in a long time? I know. And, and the other weird thing is, you know, if the Knicks are going to continue to hover around two games out of that playing spot, obviously Thibodeau is going to do whatever he can to get wins, right? And more chance that we're not going to see Deuce McBride. Yet at the beginning of the season, when they draft, when they drafted Quentin Grimes and Deuce McBride, we said, "Well, hey, look, Kemba's not going to play a lot because of his knees. Rose is prone to injury, and he's not going to play a lot." Out of those two guys, we're probably going to see Deuce play some point this season, and yet. We haven't seen it at all, except in garbage time. Yeah, and IQ has not been playing well. No, no and, and 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 it's clear that that's not his role, you know, He's and shouldn't be. Back as far as the point guard position his goes, his shot selection is is super poor at times. He just chucks it up from wherever. And Cam Reddish, I don't know what the fascination is with Cam Reddish. A lot of Knicks fans are dying to get see him get more minutes. Um, we're flipping out all trade deadline day about the possibility of the Knicks moving him and what a disaster that would be. So far, like from what I've seen of Cam Reddish, it doesn't, doesn't look that much different than Kevin Knox, to be honest. You know, like, uh, I mean, maybe I just maybe he needs Kevin more Knox. time. I yeah, mean, he just still like, feels like a, working a square out peg in a round hole still. right now with yeah. this team. I mean, he's he's active, I guess, when he plays, but we haven't seen that much from him. Some bad. We've seen, we've seen some bad shots, some bad threes taken, right? Barry, are you one of these fans that would have been devastated if we traded Cam Reddish? No. 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 You got level-headed people on this fucking podcast. <laughs> did I just say we're level-headed? You did. Uh, <laughs> the next one, Blandy. Here we go. 
Dr. Dickey, real quick, real quick voicemail. It's February 9th. Your last episode was February 1st. I am dying over here. I'm telling you, one episode per seven days is ridiculous, and now <laughs> it's eight days, and I am literally fiending. I need my content. Please start doing two episodes a week. Get the fuck Make out of my here. Life, and I know there are so many people that would get on board with this. Any one of y'all listening, please call in if you agree with me and support <laughs> this. Please, let's start this relax friends was one of the greatest sitcoms of all time and that was on once every seven days get over it yeah we're not these other fucking podcasts that i'm sorry but we have fucking jobs i don't know what these other fucking podcasts do i don't know how on trade deadline day they can all fucking sit on a live fucking show all day i don't know how they do podcasts every fucking night I don't know how they do this, but we have fucking jobs. And I was uh, I was away for a job for like fucking five days, so I'm sorry, Dickie. That's why we didn't have a show for eight days or whatever the <laughs> fuck it was. You're lucky you're getting a show tonight. Barry, did I want to do this show tonight after this no. fucking day? No. You sure or didn't. never again. Or never again. Do this show I said, I don't again. even know if I want to do this ever again. You know what, Dr. Dickie, when you start paying me my fucking salary so I can get rid of my job, I'll do this fucking show 15 times a week, you can fucking live stream me 24 hours a day if you want. I'll give you a fucking live stream to my fucking bathroom. I'll talk to really? you. Nobody I'll Zoom with that. you every day. You could pretty much own me, Dr. Dickey. <laughs> Whatever he fucking wants to do. You just have to match my fucking salary. <laughs> uh, we tried doing this show twice a week and uh, it's not fucking easy, is it? Remember? <laughs> no, we tried doing shorter ones, yeah. You tack on the, doing the show to watching these fucking dreadful games every week? Holy shit. I don't know how everyone does it. Big B here from Cali calling again for the second time. Uh, we... Last year was a disaster. I'm sorry. I don't want to be the Debbie Downer, but last year was probably the worst thing that could have happened for the franchise. It set us back. We had... Young players, nothing really to build around besides trying to develop them, seeing what we had in RJ. And then we just, we rushed it. We shouldn't have hired Tibbs. We needed to hide. We needed to hire a develop, develop, developing coach. Atkinson would have been nice. We hired Tibbs and you didn't have any soldiers, any, any veterans, any superstars. So he, he goes and leans on players that, like Randall. Uh, Randall had the breakout year. Every fan wanted to trade Randall, but he had this breakout year. We all end up uh, going going ham for him, and, and he ends up showing us who he really is this season. Would have been nice to just clear the books with them after this season. Jeff RJ, we have a better pick. You know, I love grinding and everything, but he, he's not a—he's not going to be a difference maker going forward. So it just—I think the front office just rushed it. We should—we hired the wrong coach. We needed to double down on our, our on our young players and try to just build—not build through the draft, but try to get players that are high lottery picks and, and try to try to actually draft well. It seems to be you know. A, 
benefit for our, our, our scouts are somewhat good, except for the, the, you know, missing Halliburton and then drafting Obi. That was a mistake. But yeah, this is a, you know, uh, a tough, a tough day because the, the Knicks are just, uh, felt like we, we went down the wrong path with, with hiring Tibbs and then also going further away from, the, the actual talent that we have. We, we don't need to be leaning on Burks and all of them, but yeah, I'm, I'm rambling. Cut night. We'll be all right. We just need to tank it up, get, get a young stud this year and maybe another one next year and then we'll be set later. Well, he's with you, Craig. Big B is down. Wants to tank down. it up. I mean, I don't think that, I mean, yeah, he, he took and it he to another level. A mistake. Thinks last year was the worst thing that could ever happen for this franchise. They were in a bad position after last year with with the Julius thing. Even then, I felt like you know they had no choice but to extend him, even though it might come back to haunt them, you know. And uh, it has. Maybe it's just we're hamstrung right now. Luckily, all these guys we've signed over like last offseason, they're all. What like two year deal like one or two year deal two year deals, so it's not like a long it's not long term commitment. Well, Fournier is three, but I Fournier and then the fourth three, is three, I think a team option. The fourth is a team option or the third? Yeah, no, the fourth is a team option. Well, that's a bad one. That's a bad yeah. one. But he's not you know he's not the worst. He's honestly not the fucking. He's come worst around. Of the group. I yeah. mean, his defense still sucks, but offense. Defense sucks. Better. He can put <laughs> yeah, up some he points. Has bad turnovers. You know? Here in the Warriors game, he's got fucking 12 here with six minutes left in the second. He's been playing better. You know, he's not He's, he's he not like Kemba. He's recently. not like Burks. He's He's been somewhat productive lately. Listen to what that last caller did to us. He like brought our, our voices down. I know. To like his slow, monotone level. <laughs> it was depressing. Shake it off. Hello. This is Janie, wife of Ralph. I would like to respond to the last show to say that Ralph is fine with our one TV. We have a teeny tiny house. And if we had two TVs, I'd have to be listening to both of them. And I don't want that. Ralph's tied up in the corner right now. He never has to miss the next game. Um, Otherwise, we're in the central time zone, and I'm not out that late. And that's all. Thank you. Ralph, do you have anything to say? All right, nope. Goodbye. Well, that was it. She put that to bed. She's like, I'm not not fucking gallivanting. Central time zone. No gallivanting. And, Blandy, give us a fucking drum roll, because this is the triumphant return of a legend. Someone who I was worried about them never coming back. Where have they gone? Oh, it is Macho Macho Man. Macho Man. Oh, yeah. It's who's back. You know who it is. (laughs) Barry hates this. I need to mention my name. I can't believe our Knicks did nothing. This team is mediocre. Times 10. Dig it. Yeah, we didn't do a thing in the draft. That made any kind of impact this year. And now, at the deadline, didn't do anything. What happened to Brunson? 
What happened to Fox? It's turning into Grover. Randall. <laughs> he's beyond untreatable. I'm not digging the way we're rolling. Jim. <laughs> Definitely got my heart going. How do you like that haku? That was a oh, haiku? Yeah. So what are you saying? He's out of practice, Macho Man? He sound like Cookie Monster? Is that what he said? Grover? I said Grover. But Grover. Do you think that's the original Macho Man? That's the... I do think that is the Macho Man. Really? It's the original one. Our original. I've yeah, never heard I mean. of it. Not the, the, oh. the, the original original one is dead, so right. yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, it can't be him then. <laughs> so um, it can't be so him. there's no confusion. <laughs> I think so. I don't see why someone would, would do something stoop so low. Well, hasn't that happened before? Haven't there been pretenders to the throne? I thought there had been. I don't think so. Okay. There was one imposter. Guys, Ralph mm. is brought to you by NordVPN. They got so many fucking ads this week. Oh, that's a good one, actually. Is it? Yeah, I was I was looking into NordVPN. Oh, well... Now you got a little promo code you can use. What's oh, more really? important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you are online. You can look at all your... What do you want a peace of mind from, Jay? The oh, porn? Uh, no, no, no. Torrent downloads. Oh, okay. Say that really quiet so no one hears you. <laughs> I've been nailed I've been four times for that. Last time, I, yeah, they shut off my internet for a bit. I haven't entirely sure what that is. And with all of the threats that you face today on the internet, it is more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all your computers and devices, no matter the op- no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $4 per month. Blandy, $4 a month? I know. Why would you not get NordVPN? Right. You end up getting busted and losing your internet from your provider. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V, or use the code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan, plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Blandy. Nice. So what is that, like a dollar a month then? That's that's a good deal. That's yeah. a good deal. You're going to be giving us sexy NordVPN ads, I think, soon. What do you think? I don't know about that. I mean, I'm not no? going to have sex with a VPN. You can't. Can it's you? not an actual thing. Oh, you can't. So, it's not, not really. It's not the kind of thing you could have sex with. It's not a crumb cake. Right. Well, because you could have. Well, let's not go there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear what Ralph did this week. We got a lot of them. Because we haven't done a show in quite a few days, like Dickie said, but hit him, Blandy. A lot of losses. Hey, right? guys, this is Ralph for the Knicks versus Grizzlies. Tough matchup tonight. <clears throat> I think we got a chance, but we'll see. Bye. We got us a game, and Mitchell Robinson is in beast mode. If Fournier does as good this game, I will give him compliments. We may be down after the first half against the Grizzlies, but uh, 
Julius Randle's energy seems to be really good this game. I'm interested to see how it turns out. R.J. Barrett in his office, bringing us back. Quickly! 48's keeping us close. Well, we lost, but it wasn't for lack of effort. Maybe some lack of brains, but <laughs> not effort. Right. I agree with that. Good night. Knicks versus Lakers. Jenny and Ralph are here. Go Knicks. Oh, man. Knicks. This should be a roller coaster. Yeah, I can only Jenny, imagine. how do you feel about that Knicks start? Woo! I want to get tired of saying that soon. <laughs> Knicks versus Lakers. Where's this team been all year? Wow. Knicks are beating the hell out of the Lakers right now. <laughs> all right. Lakers making a run. Down by four. I mean, they're only down by four now. My goodness. Don't give up. Don't give up. R.J. Barrett ties the game. Unbelievable. Well, we lost again <laughs> in overtime. It's a hard next bite. Boy, lots of controversy regarding uh, prior to the Knicks-Jazz game tonight. Julius Randle arguing with the assistant coach over a computer situation and uh, kids <laughs> not wanting Cam Reddish. And all these trade rumors. Crazy out there. Similar to the Laker one, only we lost that lead quickly. Tell you, Mitchell Robinson looks better than Whiteside. I remember it used to not be that way. So that's something anyway. We play it now. Woohoo! <laughs> we lost again. I guess we got to get used to it. Knicks versus Nuggets. Getting ready for the game. Gonna Fucking depressing. Oh my God. Oh, go Knicks! Halftime, and we're losing badly. And Knicks tried to come back, but they couldn't quite make it. So we lose again. Good night. Four losses with Ralph right there. We <sighs> are 2-10 and ten in our last 12. 2-10 and ten in our last 12. Just no reason to improve upon that. Leon. No reason. We're good just where we are. Y'all hear that music? It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper, brought to you by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company, who is changing the crumb cake game. That's it? That's all you got? You have to do the fucking ad read, Jay. I know, but usually you give me a little bit more other than just that. All right, here we go. What does he? All what right, more well, does Blandy want from me, Barry? Well, usually you don't just say changing the crumb cake game and then just stop talking. What would you like me to do? Just say, what do I say? Hit the sexy music usually? Oh, man. Yeah, that's usually what you say. All right. Well, looks like you figured it out all on your own this time. All right. Took you five minutes, but you got it. Listen, next week is Valentine's Day. Mm. It's Monday. You know? Maybe right now you're sitting at home and you're wondering. This music is so good. What am I going to do on, on Valentine's Day? Who am I going to do on Valentine's Day? Well, maybe you, you don't have to do anyone. Maybe you could just sink your teeth into a spectacular Clarkson Avenue crumb. The My Crummy Valentine Crumb Cake is a delicious delicious cake topped with a layer of homemade marshmallow cream 
It is a rich, rich chocolate cake. This is the kind of cake that makes you want to stay home on Valentine's Day. Turn the lights down low. Get out a couple of napkins. Just get messy. Mm. Craig, I'm going to take a nap. You wake me up when this is over. What are the yeah. napkins for? <laughs> I mean, this is boring. Clean up. All this right, is guys. long, Craig. Wait till next week. It was great. Week. It was just long. Wait till next week when Blandy debuts the Clark. Stop the fucking music. Wait till next week when Blandy debuts the brand new Clarkson Avenue cannolis, which he also likes to fuck. He told us before the show today. That's Very odd. Not even uh, from holiday gift boxes to the world famous Crumpkins, they even have a crumb cake of the month subscription you get for three, six, or 12 months. Go to ClarksonAveCrumb.com. Use promo code HARDNICKSLIFE for 23% off your order. All right. Um, get in that newsroom, Blandy. We'll we'll oh, yeah. About, uh, you're not in, in that newsroom, room. Blandison. Oh, that's right. Whoops. I forgot last time. I got to do that. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Here we go. Listen. All right. I'm a little bit off my What just game. happened there? there? Can I leave that up or you want me to take that out? I don't care. I, I hit the wrong button. I hit the Your stop Your name video came button. up. Oh, did it? Oh, yeah. Then that's got to come out then. Okay. <laughs> uh,. All right, so just in like non-trade news, just really quick, uh, Bradley Beal is having wrist surgery and is out for the rest of the season. Um, you know, you, you got KP coming in, so at least they know that they can replace the scoring that they lost um, with with him going down. And then the only other thing other than trades is that today was the draft for Team LeBron and Team mm. Durant uh, for the um, for the All Star game. Are you interested in hearing what the picks were or who went first or any of that stuff or not really? Yeah, run, run, run through it, man. Um, all right. So here we go. Reserves. You had uh, first reserve chosen was Devin Booker by Team Durant, uh, followed by Doncic, then Carl Anthony Towns, Darius Garland, which is relatively surprising that he was chosen so, so high, you know. Zach Levine, Chris Paul. Uh, Dante Murray, Jimmy Butler, Chris Middleton, who shouldn't be there in the first place, but whatever. Donovan Mitchell, LaMelo Ball, Fred Van Vliet, Rudy Gobert, and then, yeah, last but not least, James Harden. Good old uh, James Harden. Uh, yeah, he's missed, what, I think the last four games with a hamstring injury? But, I mean, if he's right, if he's back right away with the Sixers, then clearly he was using that as an excuse not to play because he oh, was just really yeah. unhappy. Oh yeah. Seriously, how is he the last pick? They just does nobody just want to play with him? Well, you know Durant wasn't gonna pick him. Or you had a feeling. Right, but he Durant is one of the I mean, he's the last pick. I mean I yeah, like that, the idea though. that like LeBron would choose like Fred Van Vliet over James Harden. Well, I, I like that. It's kinda, you know, it's like justice. Not that it's really a penalty. I mean, he's still in the all star game and the the whole thing, but you know, Darius Garland. No, nobody likes to see that kind of shit go down. You know, you're on the contract. You know, this is the second row, second too. place. You know, second team you're you're at now. That you don't you know that you're forcing your way out. Nobody likes that. All right, trades. Let's talk about trades. Uh, obviously, there were a bunch, a lot of minor crap. Uh, but the the biggest I would say of of the day is uh, Harden. And Paul Millsap from the Nets to the Sixers for Ben Simmons, Andre Drummond, uh, and and Seth Curry. 
there were some picks involved in that uh, as well. Yeah, two first rounders. Yeah. But, they got um, quite a fucking haul for James Harden. I mean, he's a they yeah, did, they did. They did great well. player. They but did well. I they, think they, they really helped themselves for the rest of the season, for sure. They might I mean, have Simmons a whole new- get on the court, They're going to have a whole new starting lineup for that team now because of it probably. You but totally Seth see Curry's, Seth Curry starting, Ben Simmons starting, and Drummond starting. Sim, I mean, Simmons should get right in there. I mean, obviously it wasn't going to happen tonight oh, yeah. because the trade just went down, but he should be there the next game. I mean, they, they're going to want to get him used to playing with that team as soon as possible because the postseason right, that's another one where he you said he wasn't playing because he was upset. He was playing. He wasn't playing because you know he was having mental was health, having mental issues. health issues. Yeah, but so if you he know. comes back right away, then yeah. that's another. Then you know it's yeah, total bullshit. Of course, well, that's most likely it is. But let's say he was going to therapy all this time and this and that. What he can never get better. He's never going to be able to get better. There's been other guys with mental the health issues he gets that traded, came back he's in. Better all of a sudden. <laughs> that was his mental health problem. Yeah, because it was bullshit. and It's not true. So you got that one. Uh, the Wizards. The Wizards picked up KP for Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, who they only had just signed in the off season. They also traded um, what's his name, uh, Montrell, uh, Montrez ha- uh, Harrell to. Uh, <laughs> what did I screw that up re- really bad? Uh, you, you know, you know, Harrell. Just, just next Montrez time, just okay. look it up so you can feel a little more confident going. Yeah, I never, whatever, it dude. There was for a brief moment when you saw the Dinwiddie for Porzingis trade, I got all excited thinking, oh. Was Dallas going to give up Brunson somehow to the Knicks? Got all fucking excited. It does seem like an odd move when you hear that there are reports that they do want to re-sign him. So why bring in Dinwiddie? Uh, so they traded Harrell to the um, Hornets for Ish Smith. Uh, there was the big trade, obviously, that surprised everybody. Halliburton going from the Kings to the Pacers. And the Pacers uh, sent in Sabonis. Pacers also gave up Karis LeVert. Serge Ibaka was traded to the, to the Bucks. Uh, from the Kings in a three-way, actually a four-way deal. It was the Pistons, the the Bucks, the the Clippers, and the Kings. A bunch of people changing there. Marvin Bagley, uh, the third, went from the the Kings to the Pistons. He's only like 22, 23 years old. He's been in the league like four, four or five years at this point. He's still pretty young. People are giving up on him, but Serge Ibaka is going to end up helping the Bucks. I'm sure once we get to playoff time. Are you going, uh, are you going through every single trade? No, I'm oh, only no. trying. I'm just going through like the big ones, and then there was the McCollum trade with the Pelicans and the and the Blazers. There was a lot of like a lot stuff, of fucking but. moves. Holy shit! But um, forgot about CJ McCollum and all this. Yeah, I mean, because there was all that talk about them bringing him in for the Knicks, but they got a that was a pretty good deal for the for the Blazers. The Blazers kind of remade themselves too uh, over the last couple of days. Uh, some people are already getting. Um, I think Ennis Cantor or Ennis Freedom, whatever, is being released by the Rockets. I'm sure there'll be some buyouts. Eric Bledsoe is a possible buyout. I think I read somewhere there Eric Gordon could be a possibility as a as a buyout. So we'll see what happens with uh, with that. And then the move that the Knicks made was nothing. That was it. Was they they did nothing? What did you guys think about the Tyrese Halliburton trade? Yeah, I was surprised. <sighs> You know, you, yeah. I, th- I thought Sacramento was in love with him, and uh, they were trying I mean, going to try to get off Fox. And, yeah, very, you know, very strange. It's, it's very strange but. that they held on to De'Aaron Fox and not Halliburton. I mean, but what does that say about Tyrese Halliburton that they were willing to give him up? I don't know. I, that, I mean, they know, got, got a great. You got to remember. Back. I mean, you know, Sabonis is a player back. Yeah, Sabonis is great. Like, but, yeah, it seemed like a lot of the views were like, "Wow, you know, I can't believe the Kings did that." But again, I mean. I mean, he's Sabonis a two-time all Sabonis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he puts up, you know, really big numbers, and he gives it them something that they don't have. It does seem, though, odd 
just because how much praise Halliburton's gotten in his second season, how many, you know, especially by over here talking about choosing Obi over him and what a mistake it was. And he's shooting like 41%, I think, from three. De'Aaron Fox is at like 25% or something like that. Yeah. He struggled the past couple of years. It just seemed like of the two, you would think they'd hold on to, to Halliburton. But yeah, I think most people would take it back by that. But uh, that's the way. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnextlife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at hardnextlife, Barry at Barry Dworkin. And please, please, I'm begging you. Oh, yes, please. Please fucking follow at Blandy Hooper. <laughs> I cannot think of one person who needs the follows more, the likes, yeah, the I don't retweets. necessarily need the likes. The likes, I think, will come eventually with follows, but I can't. I'll tell you what, Blandy, it has a direct impact on Blandy every day. Barry and I see it, we deal with it. He gets upset when when our tweets, when anyone likes upset. our tweets, it makes sense a that's, little that's jealousy. Even, that's not even close to being true. There's nothing true about that. Nothing at all. What was that tweet? What was that text? Sorry, that text that Blandy sent us today, Barry. Yeah, I was sad today. Like, you know. <laughs> said, I, I can't get any traction on anything. No likes, no follows, nothing. And then one of those shrug people. Yeah. It is what it is, I guess. And then you said, I, you know, not everything that you put out is trash, you said. And Barry it's said, true. but it's not usually everything. old, tired gifs that have been done a million times what old tired gifs are you talking about barry like the one like the one you posted today yeah yeah right right right. more more yeah that one what's wrong with more (laughs) (laughs) please follow the first thousand times you've seen it on twitter you know sure all right and and you can always call us that's right. You know the phone number. 516-33-MESH-1. You know, you may be feeling like crap today, and you may wake up tomorrow with a different perspective. You know? Call us. Let us know how you're coping. Anytime. Any topic. Yeah. If you want to call and say. support Dr. Dickey's bid to get us on twice a week. Well, you can. But it's going to make no fucking difference in our decision. <laughs> That's right. But subscribe to our YouTube, YouTube channel. Listen, if you can get, like, a million people to subscribe to our YouTube channel, then maybe something can happen. That'd be great. Mm. Maybe that's that's the number. Good Dickie. goal. It's, like, it's a realistic goal. Yeah. One million. So one million sure. and we'll do two shows a week? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. that's what it takes. <laughs> get on that, Dr. Dickey. Wherever you listen to the show, remember to leave us some five-star ratings and or reviews. Blandy, you want to give us a schedule for this coming week? After uh, tonight, we will be in Portland on Saturday. And then next week, um, at home for Oklahoma City, Brooklyn, Miami, and Philly. And then we go on a really long road trip that more than likely will only feature one to two wins. Is that after the All-Star break, that road trip? Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, that, well, yeah, it's after the All-Star break. All right, by the way, when you told me to shut the fuck up before, I kind of felt like Scott King probably felt with Julius. You felt like what? I felt a little bit like Scott King. I thought he slapped that laptop. I immediately thought that, Craig. I didn't even know the name of that assistant. I thought it was just total disrespect. Scott King, right? Yes, I believe that's it. Yeah, the video coordinator. 
It's amazing that we didn't we haven't even talked about that. Just fucking that was one crazy what piece of video. About? Right, and it's hard to comment on it completely without, you know, knowing what was being said. Right, because in a certain context, it would real it would be okay for him to have done that. Look, he's got a temper. He's had it all season. All right. I mean, it does depend what he was, was what right. was being said to him. Probably, it's never okay to slap the computer. What was being said? We don't know. Scott Check out the new video of Kendra that I have here. Maybe it was sure, <laughs> maybe it was something like that. <laughs> it was that. Yeah. All right, guys. Until next time, man. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a hard. Nick's life. It's a hard Nick's life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.